Welcome to the Flow and Flourish podcast. I am your host, Nicole Roan, and I am so happy that you are here. If this is your first time here, welcome, welcome, welcome. In this community, we talk openly and honestly about the challenges we face as women managing everything that comes with competing priorities on our plates on a day-to-day basis as working women, moms, wives, caregivers, and so on. We focus on creating balance between your personal and professional life so you can have the capacity to show up in excellence in every area of your life. What you should also know is that we believe that when you flow effortlessly, you flourish tremendously. So everything we talk about is really aimed at helping you do just that. Today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about something near and dear to my heart as a leader in the HR world. We are going to be focusing on workflow, which is the next pillar that I use to help myself and clients manage through everyday life and creating balance. For some reason, the work, 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 work song came up. And yeah, I'm singing Rihanna because... That's a song that comes to mind for me. I do love music, so I'll apologize now that you'll often hear me reference songs and or artists throughout the podcast because that's just what I do. So jumping right in, in this pillar, we're really going to be focusing on the work that you do to support yourself and or your family and how it ties into your ability to create a flow between your personal and professional life. If you're in corporate, working from home even one day a week was considered the best thing since sliced bread. Now, I've been implementing flexible work arrangements since, I want to say, 2016. And it was sometimes a stretch to get leaders of the organization to understand how vital it was to be able to give people that additional flexibility. And so you fast forward today to us being in the middle of a global pandemic and just about everybody is working from home. So managers have had to get on board really quickly with trusting their employees to be able to do so. And likewise, employees then are now, and even back then, working 10 times harder at home than they are in the office because there's this thought that, oh, if I'm not constantly attached to my computer, then my manager's not going to think that I'm working. So with that being said, everybody is going a little bit crazy and having a really, I won't call it difficult time, but maybe it is. Yeah, a difficult time managing and separating home from work. Not only was this a challenge pre-COVID, because I'm the first to tell you, I was the one who ate breakfast in the car on my way to work or skipped it all together so I could get to work by 8, 8.30 and jump into my very first meeting. I would attempt to eat lunch at my desk or honestly, sometimes I would just watch my lunch and <laughs> take bites in between meetings because my schedule was so packed. And I often stayed late way past five because I didn't want to appear less dedicated than my team or my coworkers around me. I really wanted to fit in with the company culture, 
even if it meant picking my son up late, missing dinner with my family, or not going to the Zumba class I paid and signed up for. Yep, paid for and all. There was just this underlying belief that as a woman with a permanent tan in a coveted leadership role, I had to do more, be more, and do it better than those around me just to stay in the role and not get fired. Now, fast forward to where we are today, and with many of us working from home, there is no delineation between our personal and professional lives whatsoever because our homes are actually our offices. So while working from home every day instead of, I don't know, a day or two per week used to be a dream for me, it honestly became like a nightmare. With my husband and kids home, it felt like there was nowhere in the house that I could be alone and focus. And I found myself slipping back into old patterns that I'd been working really hard to put in place, such as, you know, taking, mm, I don't know, a 30-minute lunch at least and stepping away from the computer or getting up earlier than everyone else so that I could have quiet time and ease into my day versus just jumping right into a, a Zoom meeting. And the other thing that I had been working on was not working while I was off work on PTO or if I said I was going to a doctor's appointment, not working in the appointment or in the parking lot. Honestly, all of that went out the window quickly and I found myself and all of the employees that I was working with in a state of constant overwhelm. So while in theory, working from home is supposed to create more work-life balance, in this season, in practice, practice, it's really causing more angst, more stress, and more feelings of isolation than ever before. Now, in future episodes, we will talk more about this in detail, but I'm sharing all of this because I want you to understand how the work that you do, whether it's in a corporate setting or as an entrepreneur, it's directly connected to how you balance things personally and professionally. In the workflow pillar, we are going to focus on setting your work life up to really support you more than just from a financial perspective. Okay, so with that, it's fact time, y'all. According to the International Labor Organization, as of January of this year, in America, did you know that we work 137 more hours than Japanese workers, 260 more hours per year than British workers, and 499, basically 500 more hours per year than the French. And on top of that, we are one of the only places in the world, one of the only places in the world that doesn't have a mandated paid parental leave. So as women, after we've had children, we're often jumping back into work much sooner than we are ready for, both physically and emotionally, in order to meet our financial needs. And again, this is coming from someone who was a single mom at the age of 19 and had to have her own daughter in daycare at just two months old. 
And then fast forward to, you know, many years later, after being married and over the age of 30, I still had to put my newborn in daycare. And it hurt like hell. I am grateful, though, because in the HR space, I've really been able to create impact in the organizations that I've worked for because I've created programs and policies that have helped the organizations and parents get things such as paid maternity leave and implement flexible working arrangements once their leaves have expired. But for me, that's really just been the tip of the iceberg. So with that, since many of us spend most of our lives working, I believe that you really need to be intentional about your career and how you make money. And you need to actually enjoy what you do. It sounds like a no-brainer, but you'd be surprised how many people are super miserable at work. For me, getting this all figured out really started with finding a well-paying job that worked around daycare hours for my children. But of course, after more than a decade, naturally my needs changed. At one point, I talked about this in the first episode, I had to, well, I decided that I needed to move jobs to be closer to home so that I could be more present in my family and also to reduce my four hour a day commute. So you have to ask yourself, Is my workflow set up to support me the way that I need it to be? Just take the money out of the picture for a second. What does your day-to-day look like? And what kind of career do you need to make it happen? But let's be clear. I don't believe in moving to make less money, but that's a whole nother episode. And we'll talk about that more as it relates to negotiation more so, but I'm not gonna get into that right now. Instead, I need you to answer this question for yourself and be honest. How does your career or money-making venture support you outside of cash? Does it align with your values? Is it fulfilling to you? Do you genuinely enjoy the people you work with? Or are you miserable and dread going to work, even if it's from your living room? Are you disconnected, disengaged, and therefore showing up half-assed? When it comes to creating a flow, I need you to keep that same energy you have when it comes to staying late, working on weekends, and skipping lunch, and apply it to figuring out what you need from your workflow in order to create the balance you need between home and work. If your family is something you value and you consider them one of your number one priorities, are you walking the talk when it comes to what you do for work? Specifically meaning, do you have energy at the end of the day or end of the week to spend with the people that you love and work so hard for? If your self-care and peace of mind are a priority, Are you working in a career that you enjoy with a healthy company culture or are you only working for the paycheck in a job you barely like that has a toxic environment? Do you have time to work out? Are you able to really unplug when you're off and not feel guilty about it? Or are you running on autopilot, on fumes, putting your job first and feeling guilty for not having enough 
energy to wake up early enough just to breathe before you start work. At the end of the day, you have to be able to look yourself in the mirror and look into the faces of the ones you love and be okay with how your work impacts your day-to-day ability to show up outside of work. If when you look at yourself and your family, you are not okay with how things have been, it's never too late to change the dynamic. And I'm here to help you do that, to help you figure it out and give you real life guidance on what's worked for me and many others that I've helped. When I release my workflow series, you will hear from me and other successful men and women who have had to make some shifts in order to walk the talk of setting up boundaries for work, changing jobs, and even taking time off work to figure it out when necessary. So you can expect a whole lot more on this pillar in the coming weeks. As for tomorrow's episode, we are going to switch gears and talk all about the health flow pillar and how it's intertwined into every nook and cranny of your life. I'll highlight what you can expect to learn about from me and my guests, and we will I will actually be looking for your input on anything else that you want to hear about. So if you have ideas and suggestions, don't hesitate to DM me about it. Okay, and as always, if you felt this, please don't keep it to yourself. Share it with someone who you know needs to hear it, and be sure to connect with me in social media so I can know if this is helping you. Don't forget to subscribe to my community because there is so much goodness coming for you in this last quarter of 2020, and I would hate for you to miss it. Uh, You can subscribe to my community at my website at NicoleRone.com. And again, that'll keep you up to date on what I have going on. Until then, I look forward to helping you create balance between your personal and professional life without ever having to sacrifice yourself, your family, and what matters most to you. Smooches!